1: All right, fellow podcast listeners. This is the final podcast of 2022, the Zone Boxing Show podcast, and I need a break. Barack need some Christmas dinner. I'm not getting no Christmas gifts. But I work once a a week on
2: this podcast, and you need a break. (laughs) Listen,
1: I do other things for the Zone Boxing Show in front of the camera, so my beard has to stay sharp, my skin clean. So I do more than this podcast. All right, buddy. Yeah, so, okay. in in any case, listen. We're gonna, this is a special one. We're gonna give you some awards. You know, you know, we like to, you know, do a little award show towards the end of the year.
2: We can't give them at all. We can't. We're going can give them a few though. A, a few of give them, them, right? A few. Give them all a right. Few. So, what, what are we gonna give them, Brock? What
1: what categories?
2: Well, my favorite is KO. <laughs> First of all, KO of of the year, fight uh-huh. of the year. Uh-huh. And let's squeeze in upset of the year. Upset of the year, right? I like that. I like that. We'll about oh, fight guy. of the year and upset of the year and KO of the year. It all involves two people. One don't look so good in, in each category. <laughs> and the other uh, one looks great.
1: Listen, uh, hey, folks, I know you got you hear from this guy every now and then. I know when we did SiriusXM, for those that like listening to our audio and don't like to see our ugly faces... You used to hear this guy more often, but here he makes an appearance every now and then. Super producer Jay Free, did you have any picks for for these categories, Josh?
0: Well, listen, I don't want to encroach on your territory and make my own picks. That would obviously be. Oh, better. okay. So if you don't want to, then shut up and let's just <laughs> me and Ox speak. Then, if that's the
2: case, we no, ask you I'm... a question so you can give us your answer, brother. Is you no. got to give us a long? No, one. no, he
1: can't. He can't give us his answer because then no. he's just gonna. He probably knows what we're going to pick. He's going to bite off us. So don't let him do it. Boy. No, no, no. What
0: I'm saying is like, let's just, you know, before you get to those awards, I feel like now is a good time for me to accept producer of the year from you guys. I mean, is there? No, uh, no. You Actually, he
2: are... wasn't even in the running. Even though you're our only producer, we pick somebody else. Oh, so,
1: so we? he's not even nominated. <laughs> no,
2: not even.
1: We picked another
2: show's producer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's terrible. Absolutely. <laughs> That's terrible. Listen, whoever produces first take. You won, buddy. <laughs> no, listen, But uh, Josh wins
1: by default because, honestly, there are no other producers on the best boxing show in the world. All right, it's all right so let's just Josh. say it's a
2: tie. It's just a tie. Then. Between him and won, somebody else? It's, <laughs> it's a tie between him and anybody in the world. <laughs> all right, greatest day us. of my life. Let's get now, through it. Let's go. Let's go. KO of the year.
0: Planning for your next trip? Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash achieve today.
3: What
1: do we look for when we watch a boxing match, Barack? What do casual fans look for when they watch a match, Barack? They look for knockout. That's right. So this time it's time for knockout of the year. And um there were, this wasn't easy, Barack. I mean, I know you struggled with picking yours. Let's not give it to them yet.
2: I definitely struggled. Um, I know what yours is, and and I believe yours is good. I believe you probably would have a great argument. <laughs> this is just a hard. This is a hard one because we was, was some really really nice ones this year, yeah. really nice knockouts this year. All
1: right. Well, look, uh, I'm going to give you mine, and I'll give you my my reason. Uh, I, I like to sometimes give my reasoning before giving the knockout, so I'm going to do that. All Break right. right so Let's this go. particular knockout, uh, the reason why I picked the Baraka was because there was a lot of bad blood between these two fighters. Um, And I know yours as well. And yours is really good as well. Uh, You know, I I witnessed it as well, but there was no animosity. It was just like, kind of, yo, I got to handle this. This particular fight, there's one the fighter that knocked the other guy out. was a guy that doesn't speak much. He's very quiet. Doesn't even smile. Uh, He doesn't even ever look happy. (laughs) And he was attacked by the other fighter. And I think that that the the drama before the fight and the and the animosity between these fighters makes the knockout even more dramatic. And I think the placement of the shot, the 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 textbook two shot combination, and the second one landing picture perfect and putting guy completely to sleep. I'm talking about Taylor Plant versus Anthony knock knockout of the year, no question about it. That was a perfect left hook to the body, left hook upstairs. And what he did afterwards, you guys know, I wasn't happy about it, but I can't deny that being a knockout of the year.
2: That's funny because that's why I thought you wouldn't even pick this because you complained about him doing the, you know, the grave digging thing, you know, throwing the dirt on the body, and and you always adding these intangibles that don't really belong, (laughs) you know. So I'm like, this is my criteria, buddy. K.O. (laughs) of the year. I don't care about if there's animosity. I don't care if you spoke beforehand, if you're friends, if you know each other's kids. None of that. I just care about what happened in the ring and how the person got knocked out. Is that not a great knockout? That was a great knockout. And I believe it was even greater because it was unexpected by playing. That was really good. Oh, thank you for adding more ammo to to my case. Because I got to be real. If I'm going to ever argue you, it's real. You know, so. Oh, oh, oh wait, can I add one more thing? Who
1: predicted what? that knockout?
2: No one okay, I'm But lonely, you predicted do. a stoppage because you thought it was going to be Knock a barrage. A you thought he was just of. going. No, you thought he was going to <laughs> pot shot all night and, and eventually get him out of there. But it was still a good prediction by you. Now, um, I spoke to Darrell years ago and I asked him, I said, years ago, I said, are you in your prime? He said, no. 38 years old. Factor that in. Now, my knockout, the, knockout. my knockout of the year is, this is why I factored that in. My knockout of the year is Terrence Crawford versus David Avenison. Now, the reason why is because it was the same thing. It was two-punch combo, second punch, knocked him flat out, unconscious. Didn't get up for a long time. And matter of fact, it was very scary. That was very scary. You know what I mean? So well, so thing. was Durrell. So, right. I mean, Durrell right. didn't get same up for a long time. Exactly. So, same thing. The difference is the reason why I give it to to Bud is because Bud is right-handed. You might go on BoxRec and it tells you that he's softball, but he's really not. He's a right-handed fighter. He does everything with his right hand. He was raised fighting right-handed. He eventually learned how to fight from the southpaw stance. He begged his coach to do it, to teach them. He did that knockout from the southpaw stance. That right there is just truly amazing to me. It's like when Kobe hurt his right hand and he started shooting jumpers with his left. You got to give the man more credit for that. And no. that's just how I feel. I, I, I give
1: him I give him all the credit in the world. I, and I was there live in Nebraska. Vicious knockout, scary knockout. And it was only an arm punch. He didn't even put his body behind it. But it's proven that he's the hardest punch in the division. No question about it. That's just as good. I mean, look, if it, if it wasn't a planned fight, that would have been my knockout of the year. Both knockout, spectacular. Those are our picks for the knockout of the year. it's more let's see what you guys got.
0: All right, thanks, guys. But with all due respect, the knockout of the year was Lee Wood against Michael Conlon because that knockout had a little bit of everything. It was spectacular in that Wood put Conlon out with a right hand, and then put him out of the ring with a grazing left hand and not only was it spectacular in the moment it was consequential which i think you have to factor in when making a prediction or uh, a nomination for knockout of the year you think about it this was for a 126 pound title secondary title at the time but lee wood is now the full-fledged 126 pound uh champion It was dramatic. Wood was down on the scorecards going into that 12th round. He needed a knockdown or a knockout to come away with a win in that fight. And for Lee Wood, who was 33 years old at the time, if he doesn't win that fight, there's a pretty good chance he's just a domestic fighter for the rest of his career. He's fighting in relative obscurity over the next uh, few fights. This fight, this win for Lee Wood, catapulted him into bigger fights in 2023. That's why I think it's clearly the knockout of the year.
3: Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Manix. I thought it was sensational, man. I mean, this is a real life movie script played out in front of you. That's what you want to see with two fighters on a championship level. You said it, it was for a WBA BA strap as well. Both of them down, both of them cut, one of them down early, another one down and out late. Lee Wood, and this was one of his last chances to fight for a world championship, did everything he had to do, mustered up all that strength to knock down Colin in the eleventh and knock out Colin out of the ring. I mean, it was it was everything you want in a fight, and that's why I have to say it was the KO of the year.
1: All right, guys, you know you guys. It's rare to see you two agree on something, so that was refreshing. But I don't know, guys. That was a hell of a knockout, no doubt. But I don't agree as, with that. As vicious okay. as as, as plant, or Avenesian, I don't think it comes close. But you know, those are your
2: picks. No, we respect it, it doesn't. It. it doesn't come close because that was a war. That was a war where where Mick took a lot of punishment to that last round. He took a lot of punishment, and yes, it was vicious. He fell out of the ring, but it, it was a barrage of punches. You didn't even see that punch that landed. Really, it was so hard I, I to think, even see the punch right. that landed that it wasn't out. clear. But but Plant and and Buzz was just such a clear one First punch like bam that crystal was clear i think you i think i
1: think you guys picked more because of the war that it was in an entertaining fight and how it ended but we're talking about knockout of the year none cleaner than the two that we gave, but this is not a competition and it's time for upset of the year that's right this is when a fighter goes into a fight being the underdog not expected to win and shocks the world i mean in our lifetime we've seen a lot of a lot of big upsets, but we we'll are focused on 2022, Barack, and it's time to give our upset of the year. Now, look, there were a few upsets in 2022. I think that there were not that many, so this wasn't as difficult as knockout of the year. It wasn't as difficult as fight of the year because I don't think there were that many upsets that were on, you know, fights that, that were high profile. So even though, even though this particular fight in my head, subconsciously, so I didn't think this man was an underdog. I know, you know, the the uh, the public, op- op- I mean, a public opinion was different. I mean, most people are casual fans that watch box, right? Most people don't really dive into the sport and dissect it like we do. So, Barack, you and I both know that this fight was a very dangerous fight for the pound for pound king, no question about it. We knew it. We knew going in there, but we still lean towards the pound-for-pound king because he's proven himself since the loss to Floyd Mayweather that he is a phenomenal talent and one of the best of this era, if not the best. So we knew that he would uh, probably find a way to win, but I was very nervous in this fight because we knew how great Demetrius Bavreau was. And Barack, my pick for upset of the year, has to be Demetrius Bavreau back in May, beating the pound-for-pound king at the time, Canelo Alvarez.
2: To me, that's like damn near disrespectful to say that because Vivald is a great fighter. I mean,
1: but that's not if, saying he's not. He was still the underdog. Are,
2: if we are, yeah, but not to not in my mind. You know, if we are truly sweet scientists and we dissect the sport, then we knew, even though the eyes makers might didn't know, we knew that this was too dangerous for Canelo. And I've been saying since since. Since he fought um, Kovalev, Kovalev, I was saying, you know, that that's, that wasn't his division. He should be happy with that win and never go back to that division again. He's a small guy. Nobody else who's his size, five eight, would go up and fight anybody in 175-pound division. Nobody. nobody who's fought at 154 would ever fight at 175. But and you can
1: still see nowadays. why we would call it an upset. You can still understand. No, no
2: I, I, oh, I really don't. I'm so sorry. I really don't. I can't call that an upset. I it's can't. the
1: most. It, it was the biggest shift in the sport. The biggest I, I, shift. I understand Canelo that was
2: society. I understand that the boxing no, no, not society. Thought society. Thought How much did it
1: change the sport? It literally changed Demetri Babo's life. Like when there's an upset, most of the time, if not every time, it changes the other guy's life. It obviously changes the reach. He said to us that he can't even walk the streets now in this country because he is so much more famous after beating Canelo Alvarez. If that's not an upset, I don't know what
2: is, but give me yours. I mean, if he lost, he'd still be just as famous. He's fought Canelo. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just about being known. It's not like being the best. You know, I, I just think the biggest upset to me was Josh Warrington versus Luis Lopez, Alberto Lopez, because well, maybe because I called it, you know, beforehand, <laughs> you know, no, but seriously, because Josh Warrington was supposed to win. That's just it. Everybody thought he was going to win. You know, now I understand people thought Canelo was going to win because they think Canelo Superman, you know, <laughs> but, but he's fighting at 175. And that's, that's way above his, his, his natural weight. But Alberto Lopez was not supposed to win. And it was a great, Performance on his behalf. And I'm glad that the judges gave it to him. Do I want to see a rematch? Yes. I feel like that was the upset of the year. That was a great upset. No question
1: about it. Chris Sergio, if if not, if at least one of you guys don't agree with me, you canceled. Let's see what you guys got.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. Well, to me, this is a complete no-brainer. Dimitri Beebles win over Canelo Alvarez is the biggest upset of the year, hands down. Because think about where these two fighters were going into that fight. Canelo was peaking. He was number one pound for pound, according to most rankings. He had just come off a four-belt collecting in 11-month run to become the undisputed champion at super middleweight. He had just flattened Caleb Plant in the 11th round of their fight several months before that. He was at his best. And Dimitri Beeble... What did we think of Dmitry Beeble at the time? Like, yes, he was a 175-pound champion. But look at who, his recent performances. He was life and death with Craig Richards. He was in a tougher-than-expected fight with Umar Saladev. Like, he, he was not at, look, looked at as one of the best pound-for-pound pound fighters in all of boxing. He goes in there. And even though the scorecards say it was close, he dominated Canelo. He won decisively in that fight. That to me, no question, fight uh, upset of the year.
3: It is the upset of the year. And if you remember Mannix, he was also rocked in a fight that he was winning with Joe Smith Jr. I mean, Joe Smith Jr. is like, a, he's, a, he's a cinder block, you know? So he, he got past him as well. But Dimitri Bivo came out of nowhere. We know he was a good, but he started out knocking out everyone. So we, not, we thought he was the next Gennady Golovkin but he hasn't really knocked out his last handful of opponents. So we thought Canelo was be, gonna be able to get past that jab and do what Canelo does with explosive combinations and body punching. We didn't see none of that. We saw complete domination from round one to round 12 and forget the scorecards, Dimitri Bivol dominated. And yes, it is your upset of the year. Whenever you beat the number one fighter in the world, in boxing, you need, those, uh, uh, you need that award.
0: This shouldn't even be up for debate.
3: Barack, just as I expected,
1: both Chris and Sergio agree with me. Biggest upset of the year. No question about it. Dimitri
2: Pavel versus Canelo Alvarez. I, I don't mind standing alone, and and <laughs> I don't mind being the smartest No, you one love in standing alone. You I, love I don't it. mind being the smartest <laughs> one in the room, and, and it's okay. I'll deal with you guys.
1: All right. For this particular uh, category, it's my favorite, Barack. And I always say everything is my favorite because <laughs> it's all my favorite, right? But this is... We're talking about the fight that people were most excited about, the fight that gives you goosebumps, the fight of the year category. That's right. We are about to give you I will pay for the fight of the year. Barack, I know this wasn't easy for you. It wasn't easy for me.
2: No, it wasn't easy at all. And I think the most prestigious category would be fight of the year. But I do believe fighter of the year and knockout of the year are the best, <laughs> you know, especially fighter, especially fight of the year, because that means it was a lot of stuff going on and it kept us glued to the TV. So I think this is actually the most exciting category to win.
1: Yeah, I I do think it's the most important. So uh, let me give you mine, Barack. And look, there were were a lot of great fights this year, a lot of entertaining fights, a lot of back and forth fights. But in picking this fight, um, there are a lot of factors that played into it for me as far as like what the fight meant uh, leading up to this fight, how long uh, people anticipated the fight, you know, a lot of times we anticipate a great fight. It doesn't always live up to the hype. I think a fight living up to the hype is super important. And it makes the fight even that more meaningful to me because us as, you know, I guess we think we're fight experts and we think we're going to know how a fight plays out because of certain styles. And honestly, half the time it doesn't play out like that. Sometimes it does. But when you talk about it playing out like that and even exceeding what we anticipated, I'm talking about exceeding what the anticipation was that rarely happens in this sport. And then being able to be there live and witness it, I think that adds on to it, Barack. And I know what fight you're talking about. I mean, I know I know you know what fight I'm talking about. Yes, uh, it's a, because, it's a, you, because it's a, you said all of that, yes. It's the best fight and the most exciting boxing event I ever been to. And I'm talking about Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor. That's my fight of the year.
2: Very, very good. Um, that probably would have been mine, too. And I'm very sad to say that it's not because that too was my best event I've ever been to, but I don't factor in all of those things. Um, I I didn't go into Zepeda versus Baroncheck saying, Oh, you know, this is a great buildup. This is, this means a lot or none of that. I I just went into a fight, not knowing that we was going to get eight knockdowns and that became my fight of the year. So all of that other stuff doesn't matter. It was very emotional moment for me that night. But this particular night, Lubin, Erickson Lubin versus Sebastian Bandoro. I believe that is the fight of the year. Why? Because there's never been a fight of the year without knockdowns. Right. Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor was a brilliant fight, but there was no knockdowns. This fight, it there was, was two almost one. It was almost one. <laughs> <laughs> almost, maybe, but but still, there was almost it was a couple of almost in this fight. And there were knockdowns in the second round. Matter of fact, Fandora was wobbled in the first round. Then all of a sudden, it's back and forth. Then all of a sudden, Lubin was knocked down in the second round. Then Fandora was knocked down in the seventh round. Eighth round in the ninth round, Fandora took over. Brutal, brutal beating. Uh Lubin had a fractured nose and he tore something in his in his or separated something in his shoulder. It was a brutal, brutal fight for both of them. Both of them, their toughest fights. That's why I believe. That should be the fight of the year. Incredible. Matter of fact, it was four hundred. Some it was over four hundred punches landed in nine rounds. That means about average forty-five punches landed between the both of them in each round. That's insane.
1: No, that's insane, and I got I have to agree with you, Rock Man. I mean, it's tough to pick a fight of the year with no knockdowns. I think the Serrano Taylor fight was just that epic to me. But your choice is 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 just as good, no doubt about it. And I know one of these guys have to have one of these fights. I'm talking about Mannix and Morrow. Let's see their picks for fight of the year. All
0: right, thanks, guys. Barack, good choice, but I got to go with Ak on this one. Taylor Serrano was epic. Um, You had two fighters who had been circling each other for years. The buildup was there. The drama was there. The value was there. The undisputed lightweight championship on the line. And I remember being in that building and watching those ring walks. And, you know, usually in a big fight, you have, you know, like 80% fans for one, 20% for the other. You see that with Canelo fights. You see that with Tyson Fury fights, Anthony Joshua fights. This was a fight that felt like a 50-50 split down the middle with the Irish fans supporting Katie Taylor and the Puerto Rican fans supporting Amanda Serrano. Then you get to the fight itself, and it had a little bit of everything, competitive rounds early on. A dramatic rush in the middle rounds by Amanda Serrano. An incredible rally by Katie Taylor at the end. To me, there's no contest. It is Taylor Serrano, hands down.
3: Hands down and fists in the air, Mannix, I agree with you. This wasn't women's boxing this was boxing this was boxing's fight of the year and like you said it was pound for pound number one versus number two serrano versus katie taylor arguably uh and it was held at the mecca only the biggest and greatest fights are held at madison square garden it was a sellout it was produced well it was promoted excellently and i like you said the fireworks were there. I mean, it was a close competitive fight all the way to the end. We've seen both of them have to, to, to really struggle to get that inner that inner strength to pull it out all the way to the finish line. The fans loved it. I didn't even call that fight. And I was up on my, on my feet watching it at home. I was just so excited for not only women, not only boxing, but everything in general because it was a great night and that's your fight of the year.
1: Thanks, guys. Look, I know you would agree with me. But Rock is, he's the guy that goes against the grain all the time. He has to find another great fight. He's the only guy that's going to go and and find and remember another great fight just so he can be different from us.
2: I know for a fact that (laughs) Serrano and Taylor was an amazing, amazing event and a great fight. But I know what kept us on the edge of our seats a little bit more was Sebastian (laughs) versus Lubin. And that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, that's just uh, how I feel.
1: <laughs> great, great fight, great fight. I can't even go in on you because it was such a damn great fight.
2: <laughs> I just want to say thank you to all the listeners and all the supporters of, of everything that Aachen Barack does on this wonderful network of the zone. Um the podcast is a new thing that we started, but you guys have shown that you actually want to hear our voices, and that's great. And thanks for supporting us on the other end, which is the TV side of the zone and the the zone boxing show. We really, really appreciate you guys. And we look forward to doing bigger and better things in 2023.
1: No question about it. So with all that being said, when you're Christmas shopping, make sure you keep that budget open for that the zone subscription. All
2: right. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say the Cash App. Send that to the and of the That's a gift. That too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but keep keep this, you know, keep that subscription all of 2023 of the Zone, and look forward, like Barack said, the bigger, better things in 2023. All right, enjoy your holidays, peace and love, stay safe, and drink responsibly.
2: We're out of here. Happy New Year!